This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production. GMG, your guide to Australian dream. Learn how to make your Australian dreams come true with GMG Visa Solutions, your guide to Australian dream. This fortnightly podcast provides general advice about migration law and practice, whether it be for studying, working, visiting, migrating to Australia, petitioning for your visa refusal or cancellation, or obtaining Australian citizenship. GMG Visa Solutions got you covered. GMG, your guide to Australian dream. Another episode of GMG Visa Solutions, your guide to Australian dream. This is your host, Jeroslyn Glico Kowarskis. This is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate and Outpost Syndicate, two independent podcast networks for people worldwide. To learn more, please visit www.guerillapodcast.com.ph and www.australiapodcastsyndicate.com. For today's episode, we will introduce to you subclass 500, which is the student visa. This visa is for people who want to visit Australia to participate in the course of study. For those who like, follow and share our Facebook page, GMG Visa Solutions, and also our podcast, thank you very much and may you continue to support us. Also, thank you for those who have sent their inquiries. Rest assured, we will reply to you and provide you with general advice. If you want comprehensive and specific advice tailored to your circumstances, please do not hesitate to contact us. Australian migration laws are constantly changing. The general advice we provide on the podcast is current on the time that we made the recording. Because of how often the migration law changes, the general information provided today may not be applicable tomorrow. That is why GMG Visa Solutions is here for you. Just a friendly reminder that whatever we talked about on this podcast are only general information, not in any way specific due to everyone having different circumstances. So let's begin. As I mentioned earlier, Subclass 500, or most commonly known as a student visa, is intended for people who want to come to Australia to study. With this visa, you can stay up to 5 years depending on what course you take and how long it is for. 
The visa fee is 620 Australian dollars unless you are exempt. There's a wide range of people who can be exempt in paying the visa application charge. The latest group of people who are included in the list of exempt individuals are those who are current student visa holders on or after 1st of February 2020 and are unable to complete their course before their visa ends due to COVID-19. The processing time for this visa varies depending on the sector you are studying in. There are some delays due to COVID-19. So what are the sectors you can apply for, you may ask? So the first one is foreign affairs or defense sector. If you are a student applying under this sector, the course of study or training you will need to do must be approved by the foreign minister or OSAID minister or defense minister. The processing time of applications under this sector are currently not available. So the second sector is the postgraduate research sector. If you're planning to take master's degree in research or doctoral degree, this will be the sector for you. The standard processing time for this is 4 to 8 months for 75 to 90% of the applications. The next one is schools sector. This is for primary or secondary school students. The standard processing time for this is 4 to 5 months for 75 to 90% of the applications. The next sector is the vocational education and training sector. This is intended for those who would like to take certificate 1, 2, 3 or 4 under Australian qualification framework. Please note that the certificate 3 is the minimum acceptable level for a trade certificate. The standard processing time for this is 86 days to 4 months for 75% to 90% of the applications. The next sector is the higher education sector. This is intended for those who would like to take diploma, advanced diploma, associate degree, bachelor degree, bachelor honors degree, graduate certificate, graduate diploma, or master's degree in coursework or those extended ones under Australian qualification framework. The standard processing time for this is 4 months for 75% to 90% of the applications. Another sector is the independent ELICAS sector. ELICAS stands for English Language Intensive Course for Overseas Students. If you want to study English language, then this sector is for you. The standard processing time for this is 78 days to 3 months for 75 to 90% of the applications. The last sector is the non-award sector. If you want to enroll in a topic without admission to a degree or a course of study, then this sector is for you. This usually suits those who want to demonstrate competence in a study area or pursue personal interests. The standard processing time for this is 23 days to 3 months for 75 to 90% of the applications. If you are confused and don't know what sector best suits your situation, it is best to contact your potential education provider to inquire. Education providers are the schools or universities you intend to go to. You must ensure that your education providers are legitimate and you can do this by going to krikos.education.gov.au So that is C-R-I-C-O-S dot education dot gov.au 
This website is the official Australian government website that lists all the Australian education providers and registered courses for overseas students. CRICUS stands for Commonwealth Register of Institutions and Courses for Overseas Students. Aside from studying, with Subclass 500 visa, you can do other things like travel in and out of Australia, work up to 40 hours per fortnight once your course starts, include your family in the application and bring them with you in Australia, and if you bring your partner with you, he or she can also work up to 40 hours per fortnight once your course starts. If you're studying master's degree in research or doctorate degree, then your partner can work unrestricted hours, meaning your partner can work as much as he or she wants once your course starts. Visa applications can be done online or outside Australia. If granted this visa, the Department of Home Affairs will digitally link your visa to your passport. You will not need a label or a sticker in your passport to enter Australia. Let's now go to the eligibility requirements. If you are a school student, meaning if you apply under a school sector, which is intended for primary or secondary schools, but you are not participating in a secondary student exchange program, then you must be age 6 or older to be eligible to apply for this visa. If you are to study year 9, you must be less than 17 years old. For year 10, you must be less than 18 years old, year 11, less than 19 years old, and year 12. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Less than 20 years old. The second eligibility requirement is that you must be enrolled in a course of study and must provide evidence. You must make sure that the course you are registered in in the school or university is on the CRECOS. If it's not CRECOS registered, then you cannot satisfy this requirement. In terms of enrollment evidence, if you are outside Australia or offshore, you must provide a certificate of enrollment for each course of study with your visa application. If you are inside Australia or onshore, when you apply, you must be enrolled in a full-time course before the grant of your visa. You can apply for two or more courses to take on your student visa where one course leads to the next. For example, your first course is Certificate for in Business Administration and then chose Diploma in Business Management for your second course. The Certificate for in Business Administration can directly lead to obtaining the Qualification Diploma in Business Management. Your registered CRECOS school can assist you on this matter if you find it confusing. When applying your student visa with two or more courses, you must provide certificates of enrollment for all the courses to ensure that if granted the visa, it will cover the time period for all the courses you are taking. There are four instances where you will not be required to provide a certificate of enrollment. The first instance is if you are enrolled in a full-time course of study or training under a scholarship scheme approved by the Australian Minister for Foreign Affairs and Trade, you only need to provide a letter of support instead of a certificate of enrollment. The second instance is if you are sponsored by Australian Department of Defence, you only need to provide a letter of support as well. The third instance is that 
if you are a secondary exchange student. What you need to provide is an acceptance advice of secondary exchange student form. And lastly, you do not need to provide a certificate of enrollment if you are a postgraduate research student who needs to stay in Australia while your thesis is being marked. You only need to provide a letter from your education provider. The third eligibility requirement is that if you're the applicant and you're under 18 years old, then a welfare arrangement must be in place while you are in Australia. Welfare arrangement can be demonstrated if you, as the applicant, is accompanied by a parent or a legal custodian, a suitable relative, or when the student education provider issues a confirmation of appropriate accommodation and welfare letter. If your education provider issues you the letter of confirmation of appropriate accommodation and welfare, that means that they approve your arrangement for accommodation, support, and general welfare. The fourth requirement is that you need to meet the English language requirement. The test must be taken two years before your student visa application. The required passing score depends on what the English language test providers require. For example, International English Language Testing System, or most commonly known as IELTS, requires a minimum score of 5.5. The Pearson's Test of English Academic, or most commonly known as PTE Academic, requires a minimum score of 42. Also, there are instances that you will not be required to provide an English language test evidence. Another requirement is that as a student visa applicant, you must have adequate health insurance for the whole period of your intended stay in Australia. You and any family member included in the application must be covered by Overseas Student Health Cover or OSHC from an approved Australian health insurance. Another eligibility requirement is that if you're applying for a student visa onshore, you must not have held any of the following visas while you were onshore. First one is the Domestic Worker Temporary Diplomatic and Consular Visa, known as Subclass 426. The second one is Temporary Work International Relations Visa, known as Subclass 403, under the Domestic Worker Diplomatic or Consular Stream. The third one is that you must not be a primary visa holder for Diplomatic Temporary Visa or Subclass 995. The fourth one, you must not be a holder of Transit Visa or Subclass 771. And finally, you must not be a Visitor Visa holder Subclass 600 under the Sponsored Family Stream or under the Approved Destination Status Stream. Another eligibility requirement is that as a student visa applicant, you must have enough money to fund your stay in Australia. To work out how much money is needed, the following factors must be considered. Number 1. Travel expense. Number 2. 12 months of your course fees or a pro rata fees if the course is less than 12 months. Number 3. 12 months of your living costs and any family members who come with you to Australia or a pro rata fees if you're staying less than 12 months. Number 4. Any school fees for any school-aged children who accompany you or pro rata fees if the child will be at the school for less than 12 months. Travel expense varies. Some factors that may affect the amount of travel expense are the country where the applicant is coming from, the airline use, and the season. 
In terms of course fees, it can also vary depending on your choice of course of study. To give you a rough idea about the living cost for 12 months, for students or guardians, it's 21,041 Australian dollars. For partners coming with the student visa applicant, it's 7,362 Australian dollars. And for a child coming with a student visa applicant, it's 3,152 Australian dollars. Schooling costs for school-age children included in the application is roughly 8,296 Australian dollars per year for each child. It can also vary depending on which state or territory you are going to. Next requirement is that as a student visa applicant, you must be a genuine student. All student visa applicants must show that they are coming to Australia temporarily only to gain quality education. But this requirement does not exclude students who, after studying in Australia, develop skills that Australia needs and who then go on to apply for a permanent residence. You can meet this requirement by making a personal statement through a letter addressing the following factors. 1. Previous study. 2. Gap of previous study. 3. Current employment. 4. Ties to home country or country of residence. 5. Economic situation in your home country or country of residence. 6. Employment in a third country. 7. Situation in your home country or country of residence. 8. Potential situation in Australia. 9. Value of the course to your future. And 10. Your immigration history. Other eligibility requirements are You must meet character requirement. You must meet health requirement. If you are 18 years old and over, you must sign the Australian value statement that confirms that you will respect the Australian way of life and obey Australian laws. And then you must also not owe any money to Australian government. If in any case you have any Australian debts, then this must be paid up first prior to visa application. If you are onshore, you must not have had any visa cancellation or a previous visa application refusal. If there's a minor involved, meaning a child under 18, it must be on his or her best interest when he or she travels and stays in Australia. Let's now go to visa conditions for a student visa. As a recap, visa conditions are like limitations or restrictions or rules applicable to a person who is a lawful non-citizen of Australia. If these visa conditions are attached to the visa grant notice, the person must abide with it, otherwise the visa might be cancelled. You must obey with the Australian laws. So what are the potential conditions that may be attached to subclass 500 visa? There are 14 conditions at the moment, but this may or may not apply to you depending on your circumstances. Condition 8104 is a restriction that allows you to work only for 40 hours a fortnight once your course of study commences. A fortnight means 14-day period is starting from Monday. Condition 8105 is also a work restriction that does not allow you to work until your course of study commences. 
Condition 8202 states that you must meet the course requirements. Conditions 8203 and 8204 are similar in the sense that it limits you to change your course of study unless approved by the minister. Condition 8303 requires you to be of good character. You must not be disruptive. Condition 8501 requires you to always maintain a health insurance. Condition 8516 states that you must continue to satisfy the criteria for the grant of the visa. Criteria 8517 is applicable if you have a school-age dependence. You must maintain adequate arrangement for their education. Condition 8518 pertains to you maintaining adequate arrangement for your education. Condition 8532 requires that a welfare arrangement must be maintained for minors. Condition 8533 states that you must let your education provider know where you are residing within 7 days of your arrival in Australia. Conditions 8534 and 8535 do not allow you to apply for any more substantive visas aside for certain visas. Again, these conditions are just potential conditions that may apply to you if you are granted a subclass 500. So that's it. These are the basic information you need to know about subclass 500 or most commonly known as student visa. If you have any questions or if there's any visa you want us to discuss on our podcast, please do not hesitate to contact us. We cannot stress enough that whatever we talked about on this podcast are only general information, not in any way specific. The reason being is because everyone has different circumstances. It is best to contact us so we can guide and provide you with visa options suitable to your preferences and needs. We listen to you and deliver professional and flexible migration assistance catered for you. You can hear this podcast on different podcast and media platforms, so please do not forget to like, follow, and share our Facebook page, GMG Visa Solutions, and our podcast too. You can contact us directly through our Facebook page, email us at inquire at gmgvisasolutions.com.au or visit our website www.gmgvisasolutions.com.au for more information. We pride ourselves with well-trained consultants who are equipped and qualified to provide migration service wherever you are in the world. With our comprehensive knowledge and expertise on various migration issues, we can simplify it for you. No more complicated processes, just a straightforward approach that saves you time, money, and effort. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep praying. Dreams do come true. Thank you for listening to GMG Visa Solutions, your guide to Australian dream. Remember to stay safe and may God bless us all. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out www.guerillapodcast.com.au or guerillapodcast.com.ph. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate Production.
We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com